every action has motivation behind it. When a lemur swings from trees, it's traveling. A beetle collects sand to build a home. A human murders for revenge. Action requires reason, right? Xanth is sleeping with the prime minister. Why? Self-gratification? To keep her position of power? Every motivation has ulterior motive behind it. Lemurs travel in their unique way, in part because they find it fun. Insects are automatons, following their programming with no apparent want to build a home, just drive. A human's motives are more complicated. Sometimes a human murders for revenge, yes. Sometimes it's for food or money, necessities. Other times they are forced into it by circumstance, war, self-defense. Occasionally it's for fun or out of mental illness. Now, why is Zant sleeping with the Prime Minister of Canada? <laughs> it could be as simple as that. She wants to watch humanity grow. But there could be a deeper reason, like with everything else in nature, there's always a deeper reason. This is a log. I just got off the phone with Xanth. <laughs> she wanted me to run to the moon to check on something that might be Gabriel. Haven't seen him in... 4,600 years? 42? Despite his actions, he's not really a bad guy. Though breaking an oath like that is something no one should ever do. I still struggle to believe he did. And were it not for the past looking me in the eyes, I'd be inclined not to. Regardless, if he's on the moon, I won't be able to make it. Not for at least a month. <laughs> I have a date. At least that's what I let Xanth believe. She brought it up. I ran with it. <laughs> no, I'm on my way to meet with someone a little more important than some guy or girl. I'm meeting with someone who can get me information on exactly what I'm looking for. Xanth's motivation for sleeping with the Canadian Prime Minister. I'll ask him to talk to his superiors and figure out what she's doing. I'll record everything directly to this log. Let's do this. Welcome to Everlasting Beholders, a story of the immortals. This episode takes place in two different times. First, not long in the past during Yuda's date. And second, several weeks after the events of Gabriel's last encounter with the king. Welcome to episode three, Confrontations. Testing bug, testing bug, one, two, one, two. This will be applied to the British Prime Minister to listen to him talk to his higher-ups. Looks good to me. Ah, Ethan Taylor, British Prime Minister. Cut the bollocks, Utah. Do you have it? Ethan, Ethan, you're too presumptuous. What makes you think I'll give it to you before you even agree to my demands? We've looked you up. You're nobody. You appeared as a fully grown man 40 years ago. Certain people will do anything for life extension technology like yours. Ah, willing to do anything? That's pretty extreme. 
Would you kill your wife for this? If that's what you asked for, I'd likely be forced to. What about your children? Again, if you asked me, I'd be forced to. And what about your mother? Cut to the chase. I think I've proven my point. Look, what I want is simpler and less painful than that. I have the technology, but not with me. It'll be an even trade. You do it for me, I'll give you what you want. Sound good? I suppose that would be okay. I'll have to ask my superiors. Simple enough. Here, take this. It's a simple list of questions I'd like answered about the Canadian Prime Minister. Ask him yourself if you need to. I'd like answers to this stuff to be first and foremost. Then I'll give you as much blood as you need. Trust me, I can spare more than most. All right. Taking apart the flash drive? Don't trust me? Think I've bugged you? Just a precaution. I'll have this thoroughly looked over. Do as you will. You won't find my bug. We'll make valiant effort, monk. Yuda, it's fine. What sort of name is that anyways? My given one. What sort of name is Ethan? Log 822432. Silas and I need to have a little talk about Xanth and Yuda. I'll leave this log running to detail the conversation. I'm calling him now. Gabriel, I was just about to call you. We need to talk. Great minds. I'll be there soon, Asylas. That was quick. Guards! What's this? An arrest. Strip him. What will you do? Vivisect me like an animal? There's more humane ways to learn about someone. Torture is effective, I've come to find. In some cases, sure. In others, they'll say what they think you want to hear. But what if your prisoner is a willing subject? Gabriel, if that's even your real name. I'm sure you understand that I don't care. Anyone can lie freely. Nobody can lie in a duress. What the hell was that? An electric shock, probably. Careful, there's some volatile stuff on me. Oh, and uh, don't touch the necklace I'm wearing, or I'll kill you myself. Be careful then, everyone. Don't touch anything that looks dangerous. Would you prefer I remove these? It would be safer for your men. As if we trust you. Continue, gentlemen. So what's your plan, King? Which of these is your teleportation device? Do you think I'd let you take that away from me? So it's in the necklace, then. No, no. That's just important to me. The teleporter is inside of my body. Inside of you? Not even my compatriots have these. I connected it with my hall projector, which disguises me, as I have my personal logbook, which you should know is currently recording. Look, we're going to have our top brass interrogate you. You will be open and honest with them, Gabriel. Do I make myself clear? You would trust others with such sensitive information? Only those closest to me. Proximity is the enemy of secrecy, King. But do as you wish. I'll take orders at your whim. Before we lock you up, what is that necklace? Why a prism? It's a puzzle piece. All of us have one. It represents our oath. One point of a star. I've had enough of secret societies for my whole life. Take him away. Postlog Amendment. I've trimmed down most of the recording for time's sake. The majority of it was plane flight. Nothing interesting to be gleaned there. 
was pretty boring until they landed. Turns out they went straight to Buckingham Palace. Seems like the Prime Minister's higher-ups include the King himself. I'll start the log when the conversation began. What is the meaning of this? Your Majesty, we've... You've what? Interrupted an important meeting? I apologize, but you don't... Give me one reason not to have you dragged from your position at the round table. Galahad! We found him! Ah, gentlemen, we're going to resume this meeting in five minutes. That means you have five minutes to prevent me from bringing back the guillotine. Sir, we found Galahad. He calls himself Yuta. He's currently posing as a Tibetan monk and is willing to trade his secrets for simple information. You're sure it's him? How? Well, sir, his name appeared in Tibet 42 years ago. He appeared at the age of 26 as a Tibetan monk. His appearance matches the profile of someone in a witness protection program, but our extensive studies on him show no country is harboring his new identity. We've been unable to find any trace of previous identities. Furthermore, he hasn't aged a day in a few images available of him. Given this information, we're all but certain it's him. It's certainty I'm looking for, Ethan. I am aware, sir. So I reached out to him. I asked him outright. You did what? I know, sir. I, I know I, I know that might have been a lapse in judgment. I took a leap of faith that he'd play to our needs. And how could you possibly know he would? What if he didn't? Years of work would be down the drain. Uh, I thought about it, sir. Who couldn't aid from one of the world's formal superpowers? Ethan, your methods are dangerous. They could have ruined the operation for an entire nation. From now on, you'll be on a much shorter leash. My judgment was clearly sound. Things worked out fine. You got lucky, Ethan. I pray for our nation with people like you on loose leashes. Uh, Sir, uh, there's one more thing. One more thing? Yes, sir. He wants something in exchange. Well, give it to him. Do you not want to know what it is? Ethan, if you had to kill your family to bring me this, I'd do it myself and frame you to get the job done. Don't test me. Yes, sir. You're sure this will work on me? Sir, you are mostly human. We've all but confirmed that Galahad is also mostly human. Is that so? I may have to have a short talk with my superiors about him then. See what lineage he comes from. Sir, I'm not sure that would help. Oh, wouldn't it? What might the order be in the dark about? We have reason to believe Galahad has extraterrestrial origins. You're digging yourself a hole. Don't turn it into a grave. Yes, sir. I have one question I need to ask, though. Galahad wants information on the Prime Minister of Canada. I know he's a member of your order. Should I let him know this? Interesting. Does he already know? If so, we may need to take care of him. He didn't betray anything about it. I'll leave this project to you then, Ethan. You have one more chance on this project. Yes, sir. Please continue your meeting. I'll do more research. Thank you.
So, Gabriel is it? Jeremy Oreb. I'm here to conduct an interview. Purely routine. Do you mind being hooked up to a polygraph machine? I'm not sure I'm familiar with this machine. Oh, this thing measures changes in your physiology and determines whether you're lying or not. Hmm, my psychology might not be compatible, but let's find out. All right. These attach to your skin here, 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 and here. Simple enough, right? Now, is your name Gabriel? Yes. That's the truth right there. Now lie to me. What is two plus two? Eighty. Huh, I'll be damned. Please answer the following questions. Use yes or no when possible. Now, what is your given name? Gabriel. No, last name. Um, do I need one? Hmm, moving on. What is your occupation? I'm an intergalactic fugitive. That thing really does work. What is your real occupation? None. What is your date of birth? I'm not sure. Sometime in the 40s? You're pretty old. Oh, yeah. Next question. What is your nation of origin? None. Religion? Same as you, Shorty. Christian. Answer truthfully. Is this question even relevant? Are you going to answer our questions willingly? Why should I? Because if you don't, we'll make you. I'd like to see you try, little man. You'll answer our questions. Any answers we find to be false will be asked again. Any questions you refuse to answer truthfully will garner ulterior methods. Mm. You're going to get the whip to go along with these cuffs? Where do you come from? Probably the same place as you. I assume that door still leads to the hallway. Are you from Earth? Are you? Are you from Earth? I think you know the answer. I have a question for you. Answer the question, Gabriel. Who is a Silas? Gabriel? Wrong answer. He's a soldier. Next question. Are the powerful fit to rule? If you keep avoiding answers, I'll be forced to do some damage to get the information out of you. Oh, fine. No, I'm not from Earth. But let me ask you something else. Are you really that short? Do you come from another planet? (laughs) Answer my question first. Gabriel? I answered yours. It's only fair. Ouch! Son of a bitch, man. You've got one hell of an arm. Just trying to jog your memory. Are you from another planet? Hmm, pretty sure you already know the answer to that, too. Just want to hear you say it. Tell me, does this face look like a talking one? Oh, I'll make it talk. Look, hitting me isn't going to get you anywhere. You want to know what will? Bring me a Silas. I actually like him. Well, more than you. You're in no place to make demands. You are in no place to deny my demands. You want information? I'll tell a Silas what he wants to know. <laughs> okay. You want to talk to a Silas? You'll talk to him the hard way. Continued log. The bug seems to have run up its youthfulness. This final entry into the log is to cement my thoughts on the information taken from the interaction between Ethan and the King of England. Weird. I had no idea that the Prime Minister was so subservient to the King. The Prime Minister is supposed to be the running the nation. It seems this isn't the case. I don't dare ask Xanth about it. She can't know I'm interacting with any of her peers, be they on her side or not. A few disturbing things jumped out to me. First off, the ruthless King George, he's literally willing to kill to meet his goals. I may be in a little over my head. Secondly, mostly human? The hell does that mean? Are they augmented? As far as I'm aware, there's no interesting advancements in human augmentation yet. None that could be easily hidden, at least. I'll have to do a bit of research on any crazy updates to inhuman augmentation. 
or this order. I've never heard of any order to which the leaders of nations belong. Maybe that's what Xanth is so secretive about. I'm not sure. I'm on my own. I can't believe it. I'm on my own. This is the first time I've ever been... I have Xanth. I have Nocti. I have Aphelion. But I can't confide in any of them about this. Word would eventually make it back to Xanth. I, I can't just ask her. She'd give me the snark I'm so used to, and I wouldn't get a straight answer. Then I'd be forced to do exactly what I'm doing now. No, this has to be the right course of action. I'll work through it. I, I can do this. I hope I'm not in beyond my scope. Aphelion is the military one. Xanth is the political one. Gabriel is the wise one. Help Nocti is strong-headed. I'm just the spiritual one. The weak one. The one who thinks before acting. Apparently not enough. I'm definitely in over my head with this game of mine, but I have no one to turn to. We all have to die sometime, though, right? Even an immortal. Thank you for listening to Everlasting Beholders, Episode 2, Confrontations. This episode was written by Alex Olson and J.V. Torres, and is a production of Alex Olson. Yuda is Bryce Funkhauser. Gabriel is Alex Olson. Jeremy Oreb is Stephen Fisher. King Asilas and Ethan Taylor are J.V. Torres. Like what you hear? Listen to The Rise of King Asilas, the universe we're so kindly butting into. Art by Russell Hutchins. Any comments, questions, email us at emptypodcast at gmail.com, our sister podcast. It goes to the same place. Check her out at emptypodcast.wordpress.com. Everlasting Beholders will return in a month. <laughs>